So you live here in the. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Yes. Do you want to move over here? Um, if I can afford it, yeah, I would. It looks so pretty. Look at that, like building. I love this neighborhood. It just it's, looks so beautiful. It's beautiful to take a walk. I actually used to live in that condo building, that the white tall one really? behind these. Yeah. Wow. So I've lived in this area for quite some time now. It's, it's, would you? How do you like it? I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not too close to the nightlife where it's too noisy. Uh huh. It's very residential. Mm. It's good to take walks. But it's classy. It's, yeah. It's yeah. lovely. Yeah. There's good and a good amount of activities going on. Yeah. yeah. And I like that too. I don't like it too crowded. Yeah. But I also enjoy the beauty of the you know the city, the stores, and it's just so luxurious out here for sure. How long have you been out in this? From where? Um, I'm originally from Boston. Oh, and wow. I did grad school in Chicago, mm. and then I moved here. Mm. Did you go to grad school for comedy? Oh, no, for business. Oh, business. Uh, so I work a day job, and then I do comedy on the side. Mm. Okay. Are you, like, fully sustained by comedy now, or? No. Is that something? No. Okay. Um, I get, so I get booked for shows. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm not 
I'm not at the level of being paid. So it takes time. You have to you have to go to open mics and find out what material works, mm. and then audition to get booked for gigs. Mm. And then you get booked for gigs, mm. and then it takes a while to get paid. Like everything else. Yeah. That worth worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this is this is the land of Hollywood, right? You you the thing that we do is. It's like the, the light at the end of the tunnel is pretty far away. It's like you do it because you love doing the thing. You're just gonna grind through it. And whether or not it's going to be massive, it's just all yeah, up to well, the... Yeah, that's why it's nice to have built a career so that I'm not entirely banking on it. Mm. Uh, plus, a lot of... A lot of people are surprised because a lot of people think they're funny, and then not not so much. <laughs> That's I'm one of those people. <laughs> That's why I don't come show. I don't come any show. <laughs> uh, so whenever you go to open mics, it can be brutal. Oh, why is that? Well, because a lot of people uh, they think that they're. Oh dear. Water, but tea is really good though. Okay. Jasmine, like green tea. Okay. Yeah, give me a cup. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Careful, it's hot. I make this. Um, um, I asked for, for Starbucks uh, uh, water, and then I just buy. Yeah, I just buy the tea myself, and then I put it in here. Okay. Yes. So organic green tea. You know, good stuff. I've never had it. Oh really? I love tea. You used to love coffee. Do you like coffee? I do, yeah. Okay. I had a jug of coffee in here yesterday, and people were like, at first, I was like, nobody want coffee? <laughs> I asked like five, six people, and they're like, no, no coffee. I was like, wait, did, what just happened? Did the world just flip upside down or something? It's like, <laughs> stop liking coffee. But then later on, people start to take it, so it's just people. Well, depend. actually, I could also see why some people might be hesitant to take a drink from a stranger. You're right, you're right. You know why? Because today I wear the glasses so I look a little more like nice. Is that why you <laughs> No, I agree, I agree though. Totally, right? It's like, what do you have in there? Yeah. I totally, totally get what you're saying. Trying to kill me or something? Are you one of those Uber that I heard on the radio? I've never met a like a comedian, like a legit, like I want it to be my career comedian in my car. So excited! I'm very excited and honored to take you around today. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh -huh. Please keep doing your work. Don't let me distract you. You're so kind. You oh, need to do work. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I hope you like Uber. I oh, you know what? I've learned to really like it. Learned to really enjoy. Cause that's what it is, you know. I'm grateful, so grateful. It's a job that I can work and sustain my lifestyle. 
get to go out and drive in the rain. I get to talk to people and meet all kind of characters. I wonder what kind of like uh, jokes they would make about Uber driving. Like if you were a comedian driving Uber, what joke would you come up would you come up with? I'm sure there's a lot of material. Right? Just the like stranger alone like thing like, yeah, who are you? You're just I don't know you. Why are you in my car? Yeah. Um, well, I've also I've I've heard from some Uber drivers that you know sometimes you have to pick up like very intoxicated people. Mm. Yeah. My first experience. Really. I just got a first experience. I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing. It's just like we want to go to tacos, please. I was like, but I'm sleepy and I can't stay up and I'm throwing up here on the side. Please, can we go to the taco truck? I can't imagine. It's funny. It's really funny. Um, and then, well, they have to pay a fee if they puke in the car, right? You know what? I need to think about that. <laughs> I I think that they they. I think there is something like that. Like yeah, to clean up the car or something. Yeah. yeah. But then you have to take the time to go get it clean. Exactly. I don't want that. I want and to be out working. Yeah. You know? That's, that's more than $50. Exactly. So, you know what? Thanks for reminding because I ought to get... Because fr- Saturday and Friday night, you know, late night is pretty lucrative. So, that's where I earn my, my earning there. Right. Taking people back from clubs, you know? Yeah. Hot sure. time. So... I ought to get some paper bag, or some, some throw-up bag. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My first experience about throw-up is a few days ago, but thank God she opened the, the door and threw up outside. We were like waiting in line for Taco Bell. Oh and my God. I know. I think, I think I need to learn from that and not take people to like get food. It's like, no, I can't take you there. Sorry, just go home. <laughs> you know, because I'm too nice sometimes. People ask, I'm like, yeah, of course, we'll take you. Right. Yeah, but then people uh, are intoxicated. So you know? they don't plug in like Taco Bell as their No, they don't. They don't. Sometimes they're just like, please take me there, please. And I'm like, all right, just quick. But then the Taco Bell line is like two hour long. Oh, my. I know. I almost got, I, that was like, I was about to get upset. But I was like, you know what? Today, I'm providing a service to lie. And I'm going to use this to practice letting go. Because I'm already here in line. So, yeah, man. Stories. Maybe you can get some material driving. <laughs> it's like, yeah. drive around to get material, you know? Well, I actually, I just... I just thought of saying, uh, saying like, yeah, on my way here, you know, the Uber driver offered me some green tea, yeah. and uh, I'm just gonna trust it. Yeah, yeah, you should, please. I would love that. I would love to. Do you have an Instagram that I can support you or anything like that? Um, I do. What do you do? Social media? Uh, I don't. I don't do a lot of material on there. Okay. No, I mean, just like, hey, guys, I'm doing it tonight here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm following, you know? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I'm building my Instagram, so I don't I don't have much following, but I'm building it. So I do a podcast in here. And oh, so, yeah. yeah. So 
what's your uh, what's your podcast based on? Based on you. Everybody that come into the car. Oh. Okay. I ask them if they like to be featured. Some crazy conversation I would I would ask if they like to be featured on the podcast. It's actually people just like this inside the car. Yeah. At the end of the conversation, because Uber require people to have um, audio and visual recording for uh, safety. When you deal with things like, you know, people can pull a gun out on you, kind of situations. So at the end, I was like, hey, you sound very interesting. Would you like to be featured? And they go, yes, I would that love would to be actually, featured. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'd, I'd be a yeah, would you? Yeah. Would you really? Yeah. Perfect. Let's do it. I would love to feature you on the podcast. How, um, how long is the podcast? It can be anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. I mean, I keep it like 45 minutes. We have 12 minutes. We could do some stuff. I could ask you a question about like comedy. Yeah. 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 Would you like to? Sure. Okay. Um, so let me see. So, I mean, I'm really curious. It's like, what is it like to be a comedian who is trying to come up and, you know, tell me, tell me about your story. Tell me what you, sure. how you come up. What, what is it about? Well, I don't tell a lot of people that I do comedy because I think it's rude to assume that I'm funny. Hmm. <laughs> It's, it's very, it can be challenging and rewarding. Mm. It takes a lot of grit. Mm. Uh, Where, where's the grit from? Like, what kind, what do you, when you say grit, what is it like? Just getting books and getting your name known to material work out? Or? It means knowing that sometimes you're going to have really bad shows. Mm. Sometimes you're going to get up on stage and you're going to bomb and you have to be able to persist anyways mm. and be able to you know find the courage to still get back on stage mm. how do you find that courage like does it do you feel terrible when it's like you flop you know, how do you get yourself back up yeah it can it can be the worst feeling to bomb mm. but you always learn something from it mm. some of the early things that i learned was that going through my jokes i was going too quickly mm. so I wasn't giving people enough time to let the punchline sink in mm. and also when if a joke doesn't land you have to be able to keep going with your set on phase mm. and not get phased by it right, right. It's like get your mind get fucked up and you're like oh yeah. what happened now yeah because then the whole set can tank wow so you have to just be ready to keep going and a lot of people think that you know comedy is about just making one-liners mm. but really it's about telling a story mm. so you're just you're walking people through a day in the life of what it's like to be you mm. and making small comical observations about mm. your life mm. wow that's pretty deep so how do you prepare yourself so like say it's for today for example you're gonna go on a on the, the mic, right? You're gonna perform tonight, or like share. I am, yeah. Okay, so how do you prepare for a day like this, like mentally? Okay, I don't know how people are gonna respond. Like, what, what do you do to prepare yourself? So, the be- I mean, the best thing that you can do is rehearse mm. and make sure that your set is ready, regardless of how it goes. Are you ready? <laughs> Um, I am ready. So it's. uh, I had a long period of not doing.
Okay, why? Before the, pan- the pandemic. Okay, that's why it was so up, huh? Yeah, for real. I went, de- I went for it. I, I didn't know, but I was like, I felt depressed after. Oh, like, yeah. is it depressions or? I feel like I'm still recovering. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so um, it takes a while to get over your stage nerves, mm. but. Is that I, just like do it more and you get over yes. it? Or? So I I know uh, a lot of comedians who you know didn't really start out very funny. Mm. Oh really? Who? Like who? Um, like Whitney Cummings. Okay. Um, I, I know people who knew her from her early days, mm. and um, you know she just she stuck with it. She you know was persistent in getting up on stage and, and staying at it and right because she's she's taking on the principle of the fact that our brain love to see patterns and love to improve yes so as long as we provide the environment to continue to improve yeah. it will improve yes. no matter what i mean you can be an idiot yes. i mean i i believe in that because my podcast is every episode it get better yes. it get better and better and i feel yes. like I feel alive, more of like, oh dang, I can see the feedback. Do you record yourself when you're on stage? Sometimes, when they allow it. They don't always allow it. Oh, okay. Uh, But, yeah. uh, So you would prepare your podcast by just rehearsing? Yes. And go through the the whole sets and just be ready for the stage? Yes. Do you feel afraid now? Like fear or anything? Like today? A little bit, but I'm actually just working that into my set. So I'm oh. just gonna get on stage and say, yeah, you know, it's been a while since I've done comedy. So if you don't mind, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick someone out and say, you know, what, I'm actually I'm just gonna read to you. You seem like a nice person. Mm. I'm just gonna read this off to you. Wow. Tell, me, tell me how you like it. How does it? What does what does that do for you when you actually acknowledge the fact that hey, I'm a little bit rusty. What does that do for you? Does that boost your confidence or? Um, yeah, it's always good to make fun of your experience, mm. um, especially when other people can relate to it, because mm. everyone there is going to be a little bit nervous. Right. Um, Are there other comedians in the audience just like you? Yes. Oh, okay. Will you be? So you'll be staying there as an audience as well. Yes. To the set. Oh. Yep. Okay. Dang, this is fun. Like, I would yeah. love to go to one of these. Really. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I love to stay connect with you though. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like first of all is to send you the podcast like um, when it published, and yeah. second is to just like I I love comedy. The other day I went to with my sister and her boyfriend. Yeah. They took me to this place. Can I hit this? Please hit hit whatever. As long as you don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I'm learning from you. You're. Like giving me confidence because I know you'll support me. <laughs> I have a horrible sense of comedy because you know why? English was my second language. Okay. So it was like. What's your first language? Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Yeah, I was I was 13 when I came here. So you know how it is, cultural references. You're just like, what are you saying? I don't know what that is. Did you um, Did you come straight to LA? No, my dad um, settled us in San Jose. Okay. Yeah, and that's where I I moved to. But you know why? Because we have a big Vietnamese community up there. So it was like, 
it will be easy to to transitions, you know. But yeah. I want to I want to ask ask you a question about that actually, because yeah. for the longest time I couldn't like get the jokes, right? Yeah. I couldn't laugh with people, and I feel left out. I feel like man. I just, I just feel unimportant, or like I'm not part of the, the group, and everybody just having a good time, laughing. I was like, I don't get that. So, to you, what, what is comedy? I'm very curious. I'm like, what is comedy to you? Uh, well, it's. I, I understand. Definitely, learning the language would be important because. One of the big things in comedy is knowing just the word, just the right word to use. Oh, okay. That that makes the context of the joke hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, you know, it varies from culture to culture. So I love British comedy. Mm, why? Um, but some, you know. There are different phrases um, in in Britain that are different from the U.S. Like uh, taking a piss. Uh-huh. Like in in America, that means urinating. Uh-huh. Um, but in Britain, taking a piss on someone means making a joke at their expense. Ah, wow! So, so they have different referencing yeah. for the similar terms. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, I could see how having it be your second language could be a barrier. Probably, I I find my English a lot better these days, so I can actually start understanding. And also, the culture of reference is a big part too um, to that. So, how do you what what would you define like your your style of comedy? Who do you connect with mostly in terms of your audience? Um. I love dry comedy. Okay. Um, I, I actually I have a very British sense of humor. Mm. Why um, is that? How? Why were you influenced by the British sense um, of humor? Because it's ver- it can be very dry and dark. Oh really? Yeah. Um, For example. Can we go around this way? Okay. I just I have to be there. Make sure I'm there by four. Okay. Okay. Um, and um, very like non. So humor that some people might find offensive, okay. I find to be kind of funny. You can't satisfy everybody, right? right. It's got to pick your battle. And actually, and actually, like that's that's another trick with comedy is that you have to be able to find your niche. Mm. So knowing, like, okay, in a room of a hundred people, you don't need to get like eighty. If you can find find ten people that find you completely hilarious, that's your that's your art. And they will carry. Yes. They will. Yo, yeah. that's that's secret. Yeah, I never heard it like that before. You see, that's why I find it so interesting. Driving Uberland. Yeah. What? That is cool. That's a wow. See, I learned something new today. <laughs> that can help me. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, find like the people who are like okay. I don't have to have a hundred thousand podcast followers. I just need a thousand who really loves and appreciate what I give. Yeah, exactly. And get what I'm about. Yeah. And that's it. You know. Never aim to please everybody. 
because I I remember um, I remember when I was seeing a show at the comedy store uh-huh. and um, there was this British guy performing and he was making very very like dark jokes mm. uh, that some people might find offensive and a lot of the room was going like this like clasping their mouths going oh my god like oh, that's man. so dark but then like me and like another What's wrong with you? Like, with tears laughing. And I found him after the show. And I was like, oh my god, what's your Instagram? I have to follow you. Mm. Uh, and that's how you build your audience. Because, like, if, if there are comics that just make me laugh a little bit, mm. I probably am not dying to follow them on Instagram. Wow, so if you were to give an advice to, like, say, a young person who's pursuing comedy, com- being a comedian as a career, as something to, you know, to, to be aspire, to look up to people who are great, and from your perspective, doing what you're doing and where you're at, what, what would you share with people who are looking to be doing that? To be comedians? Yeah. Um, I would just say, you know, persistence, like, um, you know, don't, don't assume that every show is going to be good. Um, know that it's going to take a while before you, um, before you, you know, have good shows and, um, get to know your audience. So when you first start out, you end up. Um, you tend to end up imitating um, mm. comics that you really like, but over time you you end up developing who you are mm. as a unique individual instead. Um, I agree. I totally agree with that. We all have that steps of like imitation, like babies, you know, yeah. starting out. So I totally agree with that. Thank you for that. Good advice. That's Shane's. Wish him good luck tonight. Lots of um, laughter and good feedback on his, um, what do you call them? On his set today. Wishing Shane so much luck and joy. And shall we feature Shane's on the next episode of On The Wheel? This is your host, Shane, signing out. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a rating and turn on your Apple Podcast notification for weekly release. Feel free to share this podcast with others who might also enjoy it. If you're looking for ways to connect, my Instagram handle is in the descriptions. I'm looking forward to the next episode of On The Wheel. This is your host, Chen, signing out.